We're going to listen to each other's stories. So this year, um, I know there have been a lot of examples of God's grace and provision, and perhaps his testing and uh, his refining. Um, And we're going to have an open mic uh, for the opportunity for each other to share our stories. Is it recording, Pete? Excellent. So um, if you're saying something particularly private or uh, that has sort of uh, ramifications out there, and and, and sometimes people want to say that, we'll uh, happily edit it or uh, uh, delete it um, accordingly. So don't feel that that will hold you back. And I just want to encourage you to come up and tell us perhaps something that you've um god's really blessed you with um that would encourage the rest of us uh these photos are here not to just entertain you but to perhaps prompt a line of thinking saying you know what uh god did that for me and i almost forgot it the bible is full of god telling his people you need to remember the good things that i've done again and again and again god says don't forget my goodness in the past don't let it just be eclipsed by all your needs of right now um and uh, so i just encourage you go through um look through that list of things that we've got um perhaps and i would encourage those of you who rarely up the front or don't come however have never come up perhaps this is the opportunity once a year to come up and bless the rest of us <coughs> church was never supposed to be just something that the pastoral worship leader led up the front it was supposed to be a collaborative process where everyone joins in and everyone has something to say because that is kind of uh, God's plan for church was that everyone chipped in and helped out because you would have um, a very exhausted front man and everyone else would just be fat and flabby if uh, everyone didn't join in. So let me encourage you to join in. Um, I did have... Basically, I'm stalling while you think of things to say. Um, But hopefully I've got here some messages from, here we go. So the head teacher here has uh, sort of gone to pastors new, um, but she sent me a few uh, messages that I thought would be nice to relay to the rest of us, just to uh, get us started. Um, Uh, Kevin, have you noticed that since your church has been at Waterfield, and that's the school we're in, um, we have had to double the size of the building, and in 2016, it was the first ever time the school was judged as good by Ofsted. The school has rarely been vandalised, and the children have been the best. Um, Kevin, I couldn't have asked for anything more. I do believe someone has been looking down on the school and keeping us safe. Never stop what you are doing and continue to pray for the children and the community. I certainly couldn't ask for more. Um, And so I just want to encourage you that the the head teacher uh, just felt there there was a difference made by having our community meet here on a Sunday. And um, I just want to uh, encourage you with that. Um, So I've got a lot more to say because I've thought about it. And it's kind of, if no one else has the guts to say anything and everyone else chickens out, I'm going to fill the gap. But I'm going to go and sit down and um, or run on the spot in the corner and uh, just uh, encourage you, uh, uh, take up the opportunity. If you leave the mic where it is, and then hopefully Pete can adjust the sound levels as well. Hello there. 
I really want to thank God for, um, I want to publicly thank God for answering um, big prayers this year, um, for a, a job and a, um, a fiancé. So, uh, yeah, I state a couple of things um i'm gonna start before the year and then entering into it so um some of you might not know me my name is rachel um but uh yeah so uh before the year began i just felt god spoke to me that this year would be a year of transition growth and the warrior now if god says it's the year of the warrior you know there's going to be some tough things coming up well, uh, over the year, uh, unfortunately, there were some very hard times uh, where I chose to leave uni after believing that God led me out of there, uh, dealing with some debt, eczema, and the fight of uncertainty of the future, I was left unemployed. Um, but I found that in the brightest times, God was there. Uh, he helped me to grow stronger through these times, and he's blessed me with a stronger relationship with Alex, a stronger relationship with him in many areas, as well as, praise God, a job uh, in a nursery, which I'm currently loving. Uh, and yeah, I just wanted to leave, though, and otherwise it's been also a quiet year where, uh, though I might have not felt God as close, I believe that the 18 years of Jesus, uh, where it didn't talk about in the Bible between sort of 12 and 30, uh, that those were no less valuable than the three years of ministry. And if you're not hearing God recently and things like that, just have peace that he loves you, he's there for you, and he's still your rock for times of trouble. Thank you. Completely unprompted. Come on, guys, come down. Uh, first year, like you were going to. <laughs> it worked really well in practice. Bless the church. Is that what you liked this year about church? And what, the, what particular activity in messy church did you like? Donkey poo. <laughs> Excellent. Give a round of applause. So what did you like this year um, with church activities? River Camp. You like River Camp. <laughs> and what did you like about River Camp? What did you do at River Camp that was really exciting? Playing. Playing. River Camp. Yeah. You like River Camp? I like River Camp. Did you like, did you like little fishies? Yeah. Excellent. Okay, go and sit down. Can I, can I suggest that if a four-year-old has got something to thank God for this year, that most of you should be able to step up and say anything. Um, it's, you don't have to say a long paragraph uh, uh, just something that you thank God for would be really good. It's encouraging for the rest of us because some of us don't know what others have gone through and what other highs and lows that we've endured. Um, and I, I just want to uh, just encourage you. If Miles can do it, then, uh, then I can't imagine anyone is excluded from this opportunity. This friend I met at college, like on the train to college, um, and he described himself as a militant atheist. One of the first times I met him, he was like daring me to convert him. <laughs> he, he said he'd like walk a thousand miles for every year he lived without believing in God if I changed his mind or something. So he was like <laughs> really extreme. Um, and then a few weeks after that, we had another conversation about God. Um, and this was, like, near Christmas, so I was, like, writing in Christmas cards. And I got him to Google Bible verses for me to put in this Christmas card. Um, so then we started talking about God. And he was like, well, why doesn't God just, like, come out of heaven and slap the atheism out of me? Um, <coughs> and um, 
uh, I was like, well, <laughs> he, he did though, like he did come down and he took the slap for you basically. Um, and <laughs> I, I got his Bible out of my bag and like pushed it across the table to him and I was like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and he, he was like, whoa, I don't want this Bible. Like, um, and I was like, what are you scared of? Um, and, and he was like, well, what if I'm wrong though? Like what if God is real? Um, and then we like, yeah, we talked about God's love and stuff after that. Um, then I went off to the train and was really happy. <laughs> like, wow. Um, and then since then, like over the holiday, I've been messaging him and I, um, I invited him to Alpha, which like, I don't know if you know, it's like a course. Yeah, you probably run it. Um, and he said he'll come in January to Alpha at my church. Yeah. That's my daughter, Hannah. So um, Hannah, Hannah and I have been doing like a discipleship course at my church. And um, the, um, the focus of the church has been seeing God's supernatural, working supernaturally. So um, um, I... Um, so, that, so one of the... So it was things like learning to pray for people for physical healing, praying for um, emotional healing, like an inner healing... Um, and then also words of, like moving into prophetic and also moving into words of knowledge. So um, I was, um, uh, I told my friend one time when I was at the pub, that I, you know, I'm used to, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing this course and my friend's a Christian. But I was like, um, you know, I'm doing this course and stuff and we're learning to pray for people um, for healing. So um, he was, um, he said, oh, well, you can pray for my knee then. He said, I've got like, I've had a skiing injury. My knee's been like sore for the last two weeks or so. Um, and uh, he said, I can't put any weight on it. It's painful if I put weight on it. Um, well, I'm not sure, but he couldn't pay weight on it. It was painful if he put weight on the knee. So um, I said, okay. So right there in the pub, hub, uh, in the pub I put my, knee on his, uh, my hand on his knee. And um, we were, we've been taught on my course, like to, like, in, like to, rather than like asking Jesus, please pray for the knee, but to actually just speak to the knee in Jesus' name and say, you know, knee be healed. Um, knee, you know, all the stuff realign or whatever, like um, just like commanding, using the authority Jesus has given us to command us. So I basically prayed for his knee like that. And, uh, and I asked him, like, has it been healed? And he said, um, well, he wasn't sure really unless he put weight on it. So he said he'd walked, so he walked up to the bar and uh, he came back. And I said, oh, so how is it? So he, he said, oh, no, it's, um, you know, it, yeah, I've got no pain. So I was like, oh, that's really good. So then um, I forgot about it then. I went back to work and I forgot about it until the following Sunday, where one, one of the things our church minister's been encouraging us in this discipleship course is to get up in church and speak and things like that. So um, he was like, oh, if you've got a testimony, you can give your testimony from what happened last week. And I was like, well, I, haven't, I don't even know if it was like what happened afterwards. So um, I quickly texted my friend and asked him, like, so, so have you had any pain since? And he was like, well, the second day he said um, he had a, a little bit of pain in it. But he said then since then he'd had no pain. So again, I, so I got up in church and actually gave the testimony that evening. Oh, my friend's been healed. And my, 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 my pastor is a real one for details. He wants all the details. So he was saying, how is it? And then out of a 10 out of a 10, like, what is it now? So I was like, he texted him back, like, oh, out of a 10, what is it now? And he said, oh, it's a 10. So, so, that, so that was a healing. And uh, I, I was comfortable with listening to God's voice and, like, hearing words for people, like, from pro prophetically before I did this course. But I'd never really moved into words of knowledge, like, before I did this course. Um, but I started to realise, like, words of knowledge are just, like, when you hear God's voice, but it's for a specific person, like, it's for a specific specific situation so anyway anyway one time I was at work and at work I had a Muslim colleague and um, you know I wanted to share with him but I didn't really know how to start the conversation and things and so anyway I was just standing there praying for him so I was working I was doing a manual sort of job and I was just praying for him as I worked and um, I asked God I said to God you know give me a word for him give me a you know a, a, a word for him and I got the word cat and I was like God you've got to be joking like <laughs> What am I, how am I going to start a conversation about cat? Like, what about cat? Like, anyway, I thought, okay, well, I thought I could ask him, does he have any pets? 
So I thought it was a bit like, even that's a bit obscure. But I, I thought, okay, so I'll, I'll ask him something like, you know, so I asked him something like, you know, are you married? And he said, yes, he was. And I, I said, do you have any children? I can't remember what he said to that. And, and I was like, oh, do you have any pets? And he said, yes, he does. And I, was, and, and I said, oh, what do you have? He said, he has a cat. And he said, well, he, actually, he had a cat. He said he had a cat about a month or two ago, and it died a month ago. And after that, he told me about burying this cat. And he went on for a good five minutes telling me about how they buried his cat and how, whatever. And, uh, yeah, that just really opened up the conversation. So there wasn't anything really amazing about this cat thing, but it just really opened up the conversation. So after that, we talked about God's... And uh, we were able, I said to him, like, oh, you know, actually, you know, God talked to me. And I said, I expect God to speak to me in my life. And so we had a conversation about listening to God and how I expected God to be supernaturally involved in my life. So, yeah, I, I've got a lot out of my course of church, but beginning uh, to see God moving in supernaturally in my life. most of mine down because it's a bit long. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it says in 1 Peter 4.10, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. And I was talking to a friend recently and she said that she believed that I had the gift of encouragement. So I was talking to God about it and he said, um, if you want to be encouraging, then you need to be real and transparent. <clears throat> so every year I've avoided coming to testimony because I, <laughs> on purpose, because I don't want to share my story. I was always afraid of like what people would think about my messy life, but now I'm more concerned about what God thinks about me and my own personal growth and becoming stronger. So last year was, um, well, this whole year, like the beginning of last year, um, I ended my relationship with Kalita's dad. Um, and I was living in fear and living in sin, and it got to the point where I cried out to God, and I said, I can't do this anymore. I need to live a life that's honoring to God and pleasing to God. So he needs to either fix it or help me to let go, because I can't continue like this. So I surrendered it to God, and I said, your will, not mine, because I would always try to get God to bless my will rather than submit into his. So I started this year as a single mum with a child out of wedlock where I believe that this was the defining moment of my life. But God reminds me that Jesus is the one who defines me. And I have a lot of anxiety about the future, but God reminds me that my future is secure in him and he brings me hope. Jeremiah 29.11 says that, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster, to give you a future and a hope. <laughs> so this year has been really tough and I've really had to learn to trust God that his will is best and that he is true to his word and that he has good plans for me and God has been so good and faithful to me he's helped me build on, upon friendships and brought new people into my life that have really loved me and supported me cared about me people who I can trust who inspire me and encourage me that have helped me get through a really difficult time in my life even when they can see the bad decisions and mistakes of my past, they have still loved me and been there for me. And God really spoke to me through Barry this year about um, don't struggle silence, and it really encouraged me to talk to the people close to me about my struggles and help me to get through them. The enemy wants us to feel isolated, but bringing your struggles into the light exposes the enemy, and God can heal what we reveal. God really has been healing me of my struggles. <clears throat> so I've gone through... From starting the year in a lot of pain to ending the year in joy, and it reminds me of the verse, there may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning, yeah. Psalm 35. In this really hard year, God has healed my mum, and she's become a Christian. Literally no one in my family believes, so being able to share my faith with my mum has been an amazing blessing. My mum's been so inspiring, she's so bold. She has really opened her heart to God, and her faith reminds me of a faith of a child. She's had visions, and randomly on Christmas Eve, we're praying for my dad, and she started speaking in tongues. Um, it just really shows her that God's willing to work on us if we will allow him. Um, and obviously, I work with Streetlight, um, but I really feel like God wants me to focus on my personal life today rather than 
streetlight, but it's really taught me how to really listen to people who just want to be heard and noticed and to love them regardless. And I've been really praying for my family um, a lot because I'm the only Christian in my family before my mum. And I would always try and get my cousin and her kids to come to church every year, every event. I would literally be like, come, come, and she'd always have excuses. But she's since this year been to, uh, to church twice. And my brother and his girlfriend came to an event, and my dad and my nan and my cousins and her kids all came to the Christmas meal, which is just like, what is happening? <laughs> Um, and God, uh, it just really encourages me to just don't give up praying for people because God doesn't really give up on us. And God hasn't given up on me and he won't give up on you either. And I'm really grateful for God's goodness and faithfulness. And I just want to encourage anyone, if you want to see God in your life in a new way, all you have to do is ask. Matthew 7, 7 to 8 says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open for you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. That's it. I just want to say, since I've come to this church... I've found that I've found more of Jesus than I ever did. Um, I was a Mormon for 22 years, but I couldn't find Jesus there. But since I've been coming to Elam Church, I've really found Jesus in my life and in my my heart. Um, and since finding Jesus, all my family are atheists, but my sister is starting to change. She started to sing, send me little verses over the phone and I think she's changing well good so let's hope she finds Jesus as well amen good morning church First of all, I'd like to pray for you all before I begin my testimony. Lord God, I thank you, Lord, for this congregation. I thank you, Lord, for the love you have for each and every one of us, and I pray that you open each and every one's hearts today, and I pray that we continue living our lives for you in the next year. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Right. I've come up here today to say a few things about what God's done for me in my life this year. First of all... Um, big thank you to the leadership team and most importantly God because this year I became a member of the worship team which is a fantastic opportunity which is a big responsibility and also it's a big honour to serve God via worship and just by being part of the worship team really and I just want to say that the Lord's really helped me this year develop good friendships with Friends like David Virgo, Tim Beavers, Alistair, Barry, Peter, Kevin. Just uh, even uh, relationships I haven't really had good relationships with people like Ruth, Bianca, Sam. Just want to give Jesus the glory and the praise for what he's done through my life in my relationships with people. And my favourite time of this year was just literally... Um, just coming here serving God, really. This is my favourite time of the year, which is Sunday. Um, God's really blessed me this year with uh, work, which is like 30 to 40 hours a week. It's only a Christmas temp work, but um, unfortunately, they will not be keeping me on after the 5th because it's Christmas temp and they can't afford to keep me on. But I want to say thank you to God for building such a great rapport of me at work and just for like giving me such a wonderful manager wonderful colleagues and the lord's really helped me to grow this year via work uh, serving the public through stressful times at the most stressful busiest time of the year and if it wasn't for god i don't think i would have managed it um so god's really been doing a work in my life through that and i just want to say that um it's a pleasure and it's an honour being part of this congregation. God bless you all.
Hi, Jetch. Um, so I don't really usually come up and say because I'm too nervous to, but this year I'm going to say a testimony. Um, I know God wouldn't condone the way it's happened, but it happened and he blessed me. I'm thankful that he gave me my son and my daughter. They're a credit to God in how he's brought them into my life and he's they've brought a new light into my life and help and they're helping me connect with him and I'm hoping that through him I can show them his love and his gratitude his strength that he's given me throughout this year as I've gone through quite a lot of heartbreak and I've had to have a lot of strength to continue on my own because I split up with their their dad. So I just want to thank God for all that he's brought me through, basically. And I want him to stay in my life and be there for me. And I thank the church for helping me through the tough time that I've had in my life as well. Um, thank you. Amen. <laughs> Quickly, I forgot to mention one last thing to thank God for, and that's for my in-laws, Brian and Sue Parker, for putting up with someone like me. Um, I just want to say you two are so great in everything. I love you guys. You two are such amazing blessings to Rachel and especially me. And I just want to say thank you guys for just giving, giving me your love and your respect over the last year and for just being great in-laws. So God bless you guys. And I'm sorry I forgot to mention that previously, but uh, thank you. Anyway, cheers. Hello. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, no, I really want to uh, kind of express I, I've really appreciated the messy church this year. I think maybe some people don't quite understand what it can mean to a church, but church is supposed to be about community. And I think having done children's work in churches before and you can end up being stuck off to a side, I think it's so important having these meetings where we have the whole church body together and that community. So I think for that alone, I think just having the children feeling that they are part of the church, that they're not off to the side, that they are important, that they're valued by the church, I think it's so so important. Uh, kind of adding to that, it's just that sense of community. I, I think I'm really grateful for all the different people that God's brought through the church this year as well. We have the YWAM guys who are not here today, but they, they just bring something else. I, I think it's something special about having people coming through and, and just even just being there, there's something that people bring into the church. Um, I think like we've had Dom coming into the church this year, and that's fantastic. And Ruth's kind of really getting involved. And I think it's just fantastic to have all these kind of a, extra people coming in and, and just being part of this body. I think that, just that sense of community is something that I really appreciate. Um, so I kind of wanted to to recognise that. Um, I kind of got testimony from work as well in a while. I can kind of um, really see God work in that situation. It's kind of a challenging work environment in a way. There's a lot of turbulence and a lot of different things, moves and shakes that go on. Um, but I'm really, I think that, that thing of sometimes we give um, witness to God not through our words but through our actions. Yeah. And I've really seen people recognise that. And so I think it was last week, just before we finished for the Christmas break, I went into the canteen and there was a guy who's contracting with the company. Uh, and he was sat on his own. And there was some other people that I know. It was kind of a big table with lots of people. I thought, now I'm going to kind of choose and go and sit with this guy because he's on his own and just the impact that that made just that small thing in itself he actually said I could see that you saw these other people and you wanted to sit there but you chose to come and sit with me 
And he was saying, I can see that you're different. And I think that's what we're called to be in the church, in the community, to be salt and light, to be different. It's not always about, I mean, I think it's fantastic what you're doing with kind of speaking to this atheist about the Bible and, and bringing that, but sometimes it's about your example. And I reckon that probably a big thing in that testimony of being able to speak into this guy's life is through the witness of how you live. And I think sometimes just the way that we live, the way that we respect people and the way that we treat others is such a huge testimony to people in the world. They don't see people behave that way. They expect kind of dog eats dog. And when they see someone who's not going to respond that way and who's going to treat people with fairness, with justice, kind of all these things that we see in God, these qualities of God, we deal in truth, that we don't, we're not deceitful. These things just really um, shine a light. And it was just really nice to hear from this guy who was actually, it was his last day there. So that was kind of the last opportunity that I had to speak to this guy, and I didn't know that. And you kind of, these moments of just listening to that still small voice of God saying, you know, go and sit with that person. Go and speak to that, that individual. You don't know what impact it has in their life. Um, so I really encourage people, you know, be that light, be that salt in the, the workplace and out in the world. I'm sure a lot of you don't know me, so um, my name's Ruth, and at the beginning of the year, I was quite, like, struggling with friendships and, like, really lonely, but, like, throughout the year, God's just given me so many new friends and, like, even Christian friends, so he was, um, God was challenging me to step out in faith and be bold and do do crazy things for God, so I was like, hmm, maybe I'll try texting two of my friends and see if they want to start a Bible study together, and they agreed, so yeah, it's been really cool getting to know them and getting to know God with them, so that's what I'm thankful for. I need the microphone, bring it down, please. I've biding the time, but I have a lot to say. So I think we've just about got enough time. Um, all I can say is, wow, what a year this has been. It's been, it's been an amazing year, and this is why. Um, things I don't share with you, but I'm going to do it today. Um, difficulties I've had. First thing I've had to deal with this year that was difficult is... Um, saying goodbye to Olivia. One of my daughters moved away. And that was difficult. From the point of view that she moved a long way away. She's not, well, say a long way away. I, I've travelled the world, so there isn't such a thing as a long way away. But she moved to Manchester. And she went there with her boyfriend. And they bought a house together. And I struggled with that. Because it was like, I'm a Christian. What's going on with this God? But I trusted him, and he's proved to me that this is a good thing. He's blessed them with a wonderful house, wonderful jobs, and everything else, and he's working out all right. And they're now talking about, I know it's back to front, but this is how my life, li this is, how my life is, and this is how God wants me to live my life. They're now talking about setting up, setting up life together and getting married. So that's got to be a good thing. And the other, the other thing that you know that I've been dealing with is a lot of medical issues within my family and lots of, lots of, lots of bad stuff. So I want to honour each one of you because I've been in situations this year where I could have run away and hide or trust in God and see where we go. And I've chosen to trust in God and see where we go. And I want to thank each and every one of you for those encouraging messages I've received, for those phone calls I've received, for those things of, we still love you, Barry, we're still thinking of you, Barry. I want to thank each and every one of you for those. And now, this is the good stuff, right? Um, as you know, I volunteer for just a few things. 
I volunteer for Lighthouse. And Lighthouse this year has been amazing because we started the year not knowing how we were going to continue with some of the schools, how we were going to continue working in the clubs. But God has blessed us with a lot of new, with a lot of new volunteers. My club this year, I volunteer in Gossip Screen, that we started the year with eight pupils. That's not all that good. It's good, and it's like, we like eight pupils better than one, but we finished the year with 24 pupils. And we're only allowed 20 in the club. So that's good at work. Our maximum is 20 pupils. So that's got to work. Now, that is Lighthouse. And the fact that we did, with Lighthouse, we did the, we did the um, fun day at the Adventure Playground. We catered for 250 people. We did the barbecue. Us church did the barbecue. Yes? 600 plus people came to that day out. Isn't that amazing? Only God can do stuff like that. I also volunteer as a street pastor. I wander the streets talking to drunkard people, talking to people that are homeless, talking to people that are lost. And I thank God for that. And I'll tell you for why. Because that has taught me this year not to judge. I don't do that anyway. But not, not to judge. Not to judge. And to take people on their, on their face value. Everybody's got a purpose. Everybody's, can be, everybody's loved by God. So it doesn't matter whether you're struggling with a situation, whether you're having difficulty with whatever you're having difficulty with. We all have struggles. This is what I've learned this year. We all have struggles. We've all got things we don't talk about. We've all got things that we find difficult. But what we've got to remember is we're Christians. Yeah. Yeah? And God loves us. Yeah? Yeah. And all he wants is the best for us. He's taken care of business. He's done it for us already. Yeah? He's, done it, he's done it already. This life of ours is a piece of sand on the beach. Yeah? So all we've got to focus on is the fact that all that the Lord wants is the best. Right? But me being a street pastor, going back to that, I've encountered people that are living in cardboard boxes. I've encountered drunken ladies that walk hobbling down the road with one shoe on because they've lost one. And I've, well, I've been able to be a blessing by giving that lady a pair of flip-flops. I've been able to be a blessing to somebody because they've been hungry and I've made a pot noodle on the side of the road. And we fed them. This is God's work. It's not hard. All you've got to be, all you've got to be is trusting loving and understanding. That's all you've got to do. And if I can do it, anybody can. I used to be, I didn't used to be this person you see now. I used to be the guy hiding in the corner. But God has brought me to Bewbush and just to, just to add one more thing in, I've been with my now lady wife 18 years come this new year. And this year coming, we've been married for 10 of those years. And that's incredible, because that's the reason I'm here. That's the reason I came to this church. It's not because of me, it's because of my wife came. She brought me here. She helped me change my life. She helped me realise what God can do. And I'm the guy that does all the God work now. It's just amazing what's happened in my life. I could sit here for half an hour telling you all the stuff, but it's just incredible. One more thing I'm going to finish with. Right, I can't. This is this is this is amazing. I volunteer for all those things, and then Rachel, who works with Cap, came and spoke here. Right, and because I have a volunteer heart, God said, "You've got to go and ask her what you can do, Barry." So I did, and I'm like again. Is there anything else you don't want me to do? And sure enough, I went up and spoke to her. And she said, as you said when she spoke here, 50% of the people that go through CAP come from Yibush. That's sad. Right? 
that said, 50% of their, their customers, 54% of their customers come from Bubush, right? I went and spoke to her and I said, what can I, well, I do all this stuff, I have a busy diary, but how can I help? And she said, well, Christmas is coming up, we've got this happening, which is they were gathering, they were gathering food for their clients so they could give gifts out on Christ, for Christmas. So I said, oh yeah, I can come and talk to people, I'm, I'm quite happy to do that. And so we went and we did that. We gathered three trolley loads of food in the supermarket. We then made, ha we then made hampers up to give out to the clients, which they greatly received. But the other thing that we did was to do that, they had a, a get-together, a Christmas party. I went to this Christmas party to volunteer, not knowing what I was going to do. So I just mingled with the people and just went and, be, just went and be loving towards them and showed them that God loves them. I'm here to listen. I'm not here to judge. And do you know what happened? Two things happened. One guy told me that he loved aeroplanes and he wanted to join the RAF. And he want, this is what he wanted to do. I came alongside him and I said... And this is God again. My brother used to do that. And he said, what? And I said, he used to be a plane mechanic for the RAF, in the RAF. Not only that, do you know the planes he used to look after? And he said, no. He said, he used to be the mechanic for the Red Arrows. So that blessed that boy. That encouraged him to realise that he too could do that job if he really wants to. One other situation happened on that day. I came alongside, I went, I went and spoke to my mum. She was there with her two teenage daughters. This I know about, okay? These two teenage daughters were being typical teenage daughters and they gave the look on their faces of, I want to be anywhere but here, yeah? I then went and spoke to them and I said, I spoke to them and I said, What's this about? Why are you looking so happy? And um, by the end of the conversation, these two young ladies were laughing and they, really, they were really enjoying themselves. And their mum then came up to me and said, I haven't seen my daughters laugh like that for ages. Thank you. That is what this is about. That is what this is about. Coming alongside people, showing God's love, and just doing what you can do. I can't do what Peter can do. Peter can't do what I can do. I can't do the same. I can't do the same as what Kevin can do. But we can all do something. And that's what I've learned this year. Amen. Amen. So um, I, I don't know if some of you know, but uh, I work in a children's home, and sometimes it's bleak and awful. And uh, for the start of the year, um, one of the youngsters I was looking after was doing some very awful things, and uh, I really struggled actually going to work because uh, I felt we were actually like supporting her and the people involved with that. And I was like, I don't know how we can continue to work and do this. It's awful. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, I prayed. <laughs> like you should do, and things didn't change immediately, but the situation now is so turned around, I just want to acknowledge God for coming into that situation, because it was, it was a real mess, and I, uh, the, the guys I worked with, and uh, we just didn't have any answers, uh, but God did, and I, I just wanted to thank him very publicly for answering my prayer, and uh, one of the other guys I used to look after, uh, oh, um, she had problems getting pregnant and she was very down about this and uh, her and her husband had been trying for quite a while and a lot of people had said to her, I'd say people who claim to be, claim to be Christians, 
but they knew about kind of God's rules, but not about his love and his grace and his mercy. And, um, and so I'd prayed with her, and um, uh, she just had her first baby this year, um, and uh, she's pregnant again. And I can't just tell you how overjoyed she is. And I just want to again thank God for his mercy and grace, and that he doesn't hold you to your, your mistakes from the past. He wants to bless you. He wants to love you. And um, the final one is, uh, I was just at work the other day, and again, one of the other guys I've looked after, um, they just rang in to invite me to church with them. And I was like, what are you doing at church? And they said, oh, the mother and baby placement they put me in, they were Christians, and they are really lovely, and they've been taking me to church. And there's a special service, because um, uh, uh, I think you mentioned Alpha. He said, I've been doing Alpha, and I've just really enjoyed it, and they're having a special celebration at the end, and would you come? I was like, yeah, of course I would have loved to do that. And so I just want to thank God for his grace and his mercy and his answer for, to prayer. It's uh, 12 o'clock, so I suggest if you have something to say that you come and say it and you keep it short and sweet. Um, because we've uh, we've had the the uh, the war and pieces, so we could do the, uh, some other things. Perhaps uh, keep it a bit shorter, so we can uh, go and have tea and coffee in a moment. like to thank God for the church um, I struggle this year like Barry said a lot of pain and suffering but I just want to thank, thank God that he's given me the strength to carry on and I've asked him this year to help me um, to come to terms with I need help in the, fam- in the home uh, there's a lot of things I can't no longer do and I've trying very hard I've been independent for such a long time and I'm finding it hard now to keep the house in good condition Um, and I'm really praying hard that I can come to the terms the fact to accept help Um, and I'd like to thank everyone here especially Messy Church I love Messy Church it's one of the happiest times and I look forward so gracefully for it each week and I'd like to thank Kevin and Sam for all the hard work they do for Messy Church it's absolutely wonderful and I encourage everybody to come thank you Just a stall for a moment longer, just in case anyone else has something to say. Um, we really enjoyed hosting the Moore family. Um, so you may remember we've started celebrating and uh, supporting a new missionary family in Macedonia. So we had them round our house, and it was really ace just to spend some time with Ian and Katie and sort of pray with them and have coffee with them and uh, our family squeezed into a little box room and uh, it was just really great to uh, share our house and everything God's blessed us with uh, with the family and, and continue to have these conversations with these guys and meet them at River Camp and stuff. So that, that was really good. Um, Messy Church has already been mentioned as a success. We started uh, Jared Cooper's Stronger Course. Uh, Bianca hosts the world's most successful uh, home group at hers. And uh, um, so that, that's been a, a, a real excellent thing. Um, 
we held our mission Sunday um, to celebrate the, or to commemorate the Vumba massacre um, in the summer. And uh, we had our live uh, sort of video feed from Africa with Gordon McKillop, who spoke to us. Um, and that, that was a, a real special moment to have uh, uh, this missionary couple that we've supported for so many years sort of speak to us directly. Um, so that was really good. Um, I enjoyed, so we went to Tilgate Park for a picnic and uh, we were sitting down and uh, um, I was talking to, to one of the guys and uh, he had, uh, it was obvious that the, uh, the guy had a much better offer, um, that something else was going on. And uh, I was like, oh, so why are you with us this, uh, this morning, sitting in a park in Tilgate? Why, why would you bother? He was like, no, this is my family. This is the most important thing. And it was just um, someone that I just didn't expect that to uh, just say, you know what, everything else can go to pot, but um, I need to be with my uh, church family. So that, I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm not too sure whether anyone else did, but uh, we had uh, the magician uh, go sick at Christmas, uh, Christmas meal, and uh, I got to kind of step up and do some Christmas sketches, and people were, people were very kind to me, uh, both during it and after it, and uh, so it was quite nice just to do something different and uh, uh, to receive some uh, kind feedback. Um, and uh, I've been going to the uh, sauna in K2 for a couple of years now, waiting for these opportunities to talk to people about Jesus. And I finally got there uh, a couple of weeks ago um, when uh, a, uh, me and a Muslim were sat down and we just started talking about God and, and grace and forgiveness and stuff. And uh, it's been a long time coming. So it used to, used to happen to me, it seemed to be every week that I would have a conversation. So it, it was really nice that um, I got to do that again. So th those are just a couple of highlights uh, from my year. Um, does anyone else feel God prod them or at least someone else in the congregation poke them in the ribs and say you need to come up? Um, anyone else want to say anything? Okay, um, I'm going to uh, close in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time together. God, I thank you for everyone who was brave enough to come up the front and share and give you glory for what you've done. Lord God, we thank you for each and every story and each and every moment where you have obviously made your face plain and clear. And Heavenly Father, as we uh, uh, go into 2019, I, I just ask that we may see your face more clearly, that you would change our hearts and minds towards you uh, more often, and uh, that uh, this time next year, that, that there would be even more stories of your goodness, of your provision, and of your miraculous power. Lord God, I pray this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.